Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. What is quantum leaping? We have discussed it a little bit. We touched upon it. We pretty much, I think, addressed how it's not really what people think it is. Okay. But that it is effectively about allowing ourselves to move through our fate. Okay. Right? But leaping through various doorways, I guess, that open or avail themselves at particular times. And in doing so, availing ourselves of the greatest possibilities written within our fate. When we've discussed quantum leaping and we've discussed magic and fate and all of that, Mm -hmm. what we've kind of discussed is that magic effectively is moving from one reality to another, right? Yes. So you're either moving from the reality where there isn't a chocolate cake and now there is, or on a more expanded level Mm -hmm. where you're moving from reality where you haven't had a specific experience Mm -hmm. to a reality where you are experiencing it. Yeah. Or a reality where there is the absence of joy to a reality where joy exists. Well, that's effectively what magic does because magic is about bringing joy. So every example where you're using magic is you're moving to a reality of more joy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And you also explained how often when our spiritual, mental, and emotional bodies are in one place mm-hmm. and our physical body isn't there yet, mm-hmm. our physical body will get there at the, the fastest way possible. Yes. Which is effectively how we move from one reality to another. Yes. And that's why we had to have that entire um, episode about integrity. Because? Right? Because... When we are in complete alignment in all of our bodies, we cannot be separate for very long or we cannot feel apart from. So apart from is not always separation. Mm. It just means distance. Distance. Exactly. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So for example, if something happens where it feels a bit icky, I'm apart from my maybe emotional body for a second. Possibly. Or another <clears throat> body or whatever. Yeah, and so exactly. I, need, I need to do as quickly as possible, whatever it will take for me to get back into alignment. Exactly. Where I feel whole again. Yes. And I guess that's the same where, mm-hmm. you know, I use, I've been saying this to you a lot in different ways sometimes. It, it's weird because how I feel, like my mental experience, my emotional experience, and even my spiritual experience are all aligned. But when I look out of my eyes, my physical experience isn't matching it for some reason. Mm-hmm. And I was really struggling with that disconnect between okay. the two. Mm-hmm. And now I'm actually understanding what I was doing was effectively magicking in mm. some respect mm-hmm. or another, where I was experiencing, I was there waiting for my physical body to catch up. Yeah. If that makes sense. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so sometimes, you know, and if we haven't had enough practice, this is why we said in the magic episode, sorry, we can't digress for too long yeah. from quantum leaping because it's not necessarily going to be a longer episode as much as it might be a little bit denser. That's fine. So we don't want to exhaust people with That's too fine. many explanations off the bat but that's why we talked about how you have to experience it in tiny ways Mm. because you're building up you're building up not just your strength and your power or your resolve but you are just kind of building up that new reality piece by piece yeah that makes sense and you've got to get used to that or again Mm. the disconnect gets greater and greater and Mm. you start to lose your mind and also it needs to feel natural Mm-hmm. Like now when like, things yeah. work out and before I'd be like, Oh my God, that's so insane. How did that happen? I'm so freaked out. And I'm like, eh. and you go on, right? It's not like I don't take it. It's not like I'm taking it for granted. It's not like I don't see the wonder in it. It's just so much more natural. It doesn't require such a big party to be thrown afterwards, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And it's just like, Oh cool. I just got a free facial. 
And I just said 10 minutes ago, I really wanted a facial, but I didn't want to pay for it. You know, like (laughs) it becomes much more natural and that's good because then your magic becomes a part of you. Yeah. And that's what you want, right? It's an expression of you. It's Mm -hmm. your divinity, you exercising your divinity. Yeah. So therefore it's a part of you. So it needs to feel natural. Absolutely. That makes sense. Yeah. So quantum leaping isn't magic though. That's correct. It is not magic. Okay. What is it then? So it's just availing ourselves of the greatest possibilities written within our fate by taking advantage of certain energetic movements. And I think that that's how we also described it in that previous episode. So sorry if I'm repeating. That's it fine. be like a verbatim. Okay. No, it won't be. It's the first of my part of it. So, <laughs> and is it conscious? You're aware of it? Yes, absolutely. So what are these energy, what do you mean by energetic movements? Sorry. Yeah, this is what we didn't get in the previous episode about quantum leaping because we just discussed what it was and by discussing what it wasn't. Yeah. And pretty much saying, oh, and then we'll talk about it later. Well, later has arrived. Effectively, these energetic movements, they involve, but are not necessarily limited to, so it's just that kind of like legal terminology, (laughs) includes, but it's not limited to, planetary alignments, which is interesting, because I was like fishing around for what that meant, but I got zero answers at the time. Can we ask now? But it has nothing to do with astrology. So what does it have to do with? I mean, I love how things piece together in ways in which we never really see or expect. Because I was like, okay, well, if it's not really an astrological thing, so it can't even involve your birth chart. Because then I was like, all right, well, is it like in your birth chart, your certain planets and certain degrees? Or is it just a Mercury retrograde or a Mars retrograde? Or No, it's not any of that. Especially it's not that. So it was like, but so I thought, well, if it's not any of those things, right? The eclipses or the solstices or anything like that, that's more general. Could it be more birth chart? So if I have this planet in this house, and so if that planet is conjuncts or whatever, and what could it be like that? And they were like, absolutely not. So I thought, okay, well, I seem to know what it's not as opposed to what it is. Okay, we'll explain it now. Uh, Your fate is born before you are born from the time you create it. So can you imagine, this is not quite an accurate way of saying it, that that your fate has its own, for lack of a better term, birth chart. Oh, yes, I can. I understand that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so it's almost as if you're, you're, you're trying to find the most auspicious moment that lines up with your fate, not your birth date and time. Okay. So some might argue, well, your birth chart reflects your fate, but it actually does not. It reflects your destiny. Yeah. So that's interesting. I did not know that when I channeled this. That makes <laughs> sense. I was like, what? What? So how can you find out what the date of your fate was? Your birth date of your fate? Well, you're not going to get the birth date necessarily. But again, that's more... We'll get into that. Because it's a You'll bit of a shot in the dark, right? It's like... I don't, it's not it's... so much as you think. But you have to be further along in your fate and your consciousness to be able to figure it out. And we'll talk about that. Okay, but, when? As soon as we're finished here, because like as the further down we go, as okay, we fine. kind of describe. Okay, fine. Okay. So that's planetary alignment is basically the birth chart of your fate. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And that, and that is an astrology in terms of like, so that could be mm-hmm. like conjuncts and solar returns and all the rest. Not of a solar return, but it would be conjunctions. Okay, fine. Yeah. Conjunctions to the birth chart of your fate. Yes. Okay. Or what we are going to term... Your birth chart of your fate, which we know is not really the accurate term. What would be the accurate term? There's no point. Okay. There's no point. We're just going to be like, it is like, and that's enough. Yeah. Again, in part because we really just don't want to be labor. I mean, that's a minor detail and what we're trying to keep as general as possible for everyone's benefit. 
So the second thing would be earth's vibration. Okay. So it's like really being somewhere in which your vibration is high enough in which you can then take advantage. So it's of like that. being in higher consciousness. No, no, it's actually just being geographically somewhere where your vibe is high. So how do you, again, is that, but it doesn't mean you have to be in Costa Rica on a ayahuasca yeah, retreat. Yeah. No, that's not it. Actually, you're, that doesn't guarantee your vibe is that high. Also, it could just be in your home space. Where are you most at peace? Where are you really experiencing your greatest fate? Where are you? Okay. You only, you can answer that, okay, right? Fine. So it doesn't have to be when you're on holiday. Okay, fine. So, so earth's vibration is in your place on earth's vibration. Where your vibration, where you experience a high enough vibe that aligns you to earth's vibration. Okay. Yeah. But again, it could be easily in your home space. Okay. Okay. So I don't need every, you know, we don't really want to encourage everyone to go off and to some far flung place because they think that that's where it's going to allow them to quantum leap. Okay, fine. That makes okay. sense. That just might make you really jet lagged. So the next thing is our own state of happiness, okay. which is like being the divine effectively. That's how they explain so it. So just what, the happier you are, the more you realize you're in your divinity. Therefore, the more powerful you realize you are. Ding, ding. Okay. Yep. I'm learning something. So finally, taking full ownership of our fate. So when we take full ownership of our fate, it means that all we live, breathe, and do is maximized to the fullest. So just as we said before in the previous ep episode about resolve, so we are doing everything we possibly can. Now, as we even said in like the, pre there was like another episode this season where we were like, you, you know, you don't have to work yourself to the bone. Purpose isn't about enslaving yourself to Absolutely. a cause. But it's also just knowing you are doing enough and only you can determine that. Well, it's also, it's just, it's also devotion. And we right. spoke about that a lot in previous seasons, mm -hmm. but it's for me, how I would describe it. You're checking. Yeah. Just making sure. Me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's not of devotion to yourself. It's devotion to your purpose. It really is about yeah. the act of engaging. Well, it's the it. act of being, I am devoted to making sure I express my fullest potential, but not from like a psychotic place. I'm going to work really, really hard is that I'm going to listen to myself at every juncture mm -hmm. and I'm going to do my best to remain as aligned as possible in every way yeah. all the fucking time. So, yeah. So if it means, you know, sometimes working 12 hour days, sometimes not working at all, I know it's best for me yeah, and, and it you comes know, through. Yeah. And you know how in a, in the last season we were talking about how yes is what unlocks magic. Mm -hmm. Right. And you were saying recently how no is the thing that really helps us move along our fate, yeah. which was extremely confusing for me. <laughs> but, but is it clearer now? Well, the thing is, is that you what we are meant to say yes to every opportunity that comes along. Yeah. But also we're also meant to maintain our boundaries. Mm -hmm. And that's effectively the yes and the no game. Yeah. Is that right? Yes, it is. So I finally understood it. <laughs> All right. So, but then my question goes, how can you take full ownership of something that you don't know? Well, by the time you get to this point, you're going to have a pretty clear view of your fate to a certain extent that will be enough. And that's why I want to say it was in this season where we talked about that, the level of clarity you have and that you're far enough along in your, per in your purpose and therefore can see a, a lot more of your fate. Because remember, the, yeah. as you're allowing yourself to move on. You can see like on, 10 steps ahead as yeah, well. Exactly. You can't see everything, but you can see enough. Far enough ahead. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So that's how you know. And you might not see it in terms of like looking with your eyes. It might be a feeling. Yeah, it's not even a knowing. It's a feeling. But quantum leaping is not as simple as closing one's eyes, envisioning or visualizing ourselves moving across that fate tapestry that I've probably exhausted everyone in terms of their mm. visual 
But it's, it's because our mental bodies will not get us fully there. They can't, right? Because actually that's just us kind of trying to will it from our minds. Exactly. Rather than actually being in alignment, which involves all the other bodies as well. Precisely. Well, not so much the physical one because it has to catch up, which is what we were saying earlier. So that's why. So yeah. you can't just have it with your mental body. You really have to be able to have all your bodies. Exactly. At least the three so the physical can follow. Yeah. And I guess the spiritual body is just the fake part. Not quite. So okay. quantum leaping is effectively the full body shift from one plane of existence to another. Again, that existence has to be in line with our fate. Okay, and I'm going to keep caveating that yeah. over and over because, again, you could have maybe thought you wanted to be a rock star. But was that really in your fate? Quantum leaping not only requires us to be in higher consciousness, we have to be at complete peace with our lives in the present. That makes sense, actually. Mm -hmm. Because... I don't know, I'm shocked I'm saying this about something that's a sentence that starts with quantum leaping. But it does make sense because if you think about even the person who was started before their karma or after their karma, mm -hmm. right? That is a full-bodied shift yeah. from one reality to another, from a karmic reality to a magical reality. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And then again and again and again. So you, we, we do all know what it is like to have a full-bodied shift into something else. Yeah, I want to think that. Yeah. We may not... I think most people just aren't aware of it. Yeah. Or if they are, like, if they think about it, like, I mean, it's as simple as you had a full-bodied shift in one relationship and then you broke up, so therefore it's a full-bodied shift and you're not in that relationship anymore. We always change and die and change and grow and grow, mm -hmm. and, grow and grow, right? So a full-bodied shift is just growth. Yeah. Evolution, all the things, the blah blahs. But then, so that makes sense on that respect anyway, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're also in higher consciousness, which means you are at one with your higher self, mm -hmm. effectively, yeah. right? It allows your, your, you're much more expanded. You are at peace with your life. You're mm -hmm. not looking to escape anything. You're already at peace with what you've got. You just yeah. want more. Yeah, you're not looking to escape. No, exactly. That's the point. You cannot use quantum leaping as an escape because you're actually just going to return to yourself. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, always. You do. We do that constantly. Every time we try and escape anything, we return to ourselves. No, because you're taking Come your baggage with you. Yeah. yeah. So no matter what reality you think you're same changing. Same shit, different day or whatever. Same shit, different day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, I could move however many cities in my lifetime, but I'm going to, if I still have baggage, that baggage is coming with me. Personal so. story. <laughs> I know, I was going to say, I kind of feel like I've, I've been there yeah. <laughs> for real. Yeah. I mean, I could be in another hemisphere yeah. and if I have an unresolved issue, it's yeah. it's... It's coming with me. No, it makes sense. And so effectively, if our fate is the, to make sure we're always growing and evolving, we're only going to be able to do that when we're truly ready to do that. Absolutely. Which means we'll only ever be truly ready to do that when we are at peace with what we've got and we're ready to want more again, not from a place of discomfort, dissatisfaction, yep. unhappiness, but from a place of, I'm going to call it whatevs. It's a bit more than the whatevs. Okay. Because with whatever, you're mildly indifferent but still open yeah. whereas in this place you're like ready for the more okay yeah where i don't really know where how. your desire is still is still woven into your daily life where you're like no thing is it's I all have enough to say, but i can i've thought more. i was ready so many times for things i didn't achieve okay so how do you what do you define as ready when and you are completely at peace as you said with what you have you don't necessarily, you're not conscious that you want more necessarily. You could be, but could I want something else? I'm at peace with this. This is all enough, but I'm also open. If something else comes my way. Cool. 
But that something else is also meant to be in line with our purpose. What? The other point about quantum leaping that has to be made is that it has to be a natural progression. As in when we move across our fate, it can't be something that becomes so jarring to our reality Mm. that we split ourselves because it's too much. It's a bit like... If I won the lottery tomorrow, no, that'd be okay. No, that could be. It could be. But that could also change your life and all your relationships overnight in a way that it might be too much. Because then you don't know who you are anymore and then you've lost the contact with yourself and then the whole thing's kind of moot. Exactly. So you're not growing and evolving. You're just, I don't know. Any type of fate movement needs to be a natural progression. Everything we do is meant to be a natural progression, even with our karma. You know, I've had clients be like, well, I didn't feel like my life changed dramatically. And I said, okay, that's actually a positive thing. Are you feeling less emotionally charged? Are you feeling like you're making decisions from a clearer place and that's not so karmically or fear-driven? They're like, yeah, I really am. And other positive things have happened in my life. I was like, cool, that's the kind of shift you want to see. You don't need, like you said, to win the lottery overnight because, again, you end up in a state of shock because we can only handle so much change thrown at us. Our human capacity for change is quite limited. So we have to progress slowly and again when you're sort of in your karmic growth and evolution process it's an a to b to c progression now once you're out of your karma and you've killed your ego and you're not from coming from a a place of fear and really not even from a place of insecurity you can start moving through the process faster you're still in another spectrum of growth abc but it's a lot quicker like as you know anytime you kind of have a little hiccup or you have an encounter with somebody and i don't necessarily mean like a romantic relationship, but the mo- you know the moment like you bump up against someone and you feel challenged, you generally process it in a matter of hours or seconds, wherever you're at, and then you just keep going. Now, the thing about quantum leaping is the fact that you are actually kind of going from A to G, but you have to be so okay and so at a point in your growth and evolution that you can afford to forego B to F that it will really have no bearing on your growth and evolution to have skipped those. Fine. Perhaps you just don't need it or it just won't serve you. I like things done fast and efficiently. Really? I didn't know that, Rhea. Yeah. (laughs) So actually the idea that some of it, I just don't need it so I can just skip over it is kind of my favorite news. Yeah. Ironically though, it's like anything else. For some, by the time they get to the consciousness required for quantum leaping, most will just be like, eh. No point. But we can't always bypass. Otherwise, we kind of find ourselves in the same spot. So again, it's a bit like the baggage metaphor. It's like, unless I've gotten rid of my baggage, I'm still taking it with me. Fine. So what do we need then to quantum leap? You need four things. You need purpose. You need to be so deep in your purpose, again, that you can see enough of your fate. So you have to be firmly and unequivocally embedded in it. And purpose is effectively your divine expression. Okay, what's the second thing? Desire. So we are fully conscious that we want the most out of our fate and its possibilities. Which means you have to want that so badly. What's the third one? No history. History must be dead. So you have put every piece of your old life to rest. Every single. How do you know when you've done that? How different are your circumstances? And how differently are you responding to them? But you, that, but you could have put some of your old life to rest, but you, uh, how do you know you've put all of it to rest? You have, you are a different person. Okay. You really are. It just, you're a different person and you know it to okay. your core. And what's the fourth? Complete self-awareness. So knowing it to your core effectively. Yeah. So we are fully aware of all that we are and how that self impacts the spaces in which we occupy 
as well as how that self impacts the people around it. But when you say, when you're fully aware of all that you are, do you mean the divine? No, it's you just actually in you embody. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Your complete identity, not necessarily your divine identity in that most expanded way, but yourself in this world, in this earth plane. And how that impacts the spaces you occupy and yes. the people around you. Yeah. And not from a self-conscious space, but a a place of that complete self-awareness. Yeah, I like, like I get how I shake people up or I get that my presence does this to other people. And that's why we discussed your inner asshole without even using that phrase from the title in the episode before, which was you have to have that level of resolve because that allows for that level of awareness too. I mean, the resolve is born out of that awareness, right? Just being able to see ourselves through so many lenses and accepting that no matter what it is, whether it's flattering or unflattering, but again, having the resolve to know that it almost doesn't matter. It's going to be okay mm. because you are taking that self. So this is the further explanation because you are taking that self beyond where it is. So you have to be so clear about who you are because that self will not change in the next place. Okay. Even though your environment may. Exactly. Okay. That makes sense. That is why resolve is so important. Yeah. Because you cannot be malleable, not when it comes to quantum leaping, because you have to take that whole self. Wait, so you're really talking about when you're moving from like A to G, it's like a big shift. It's a huge shift. And this is why I was saying people aren't quantum leaping the way they think they are. Like I go to bed one night and then I wake up and I look 10 years younger. It's not fucking quantum leaping, honey. Just good sleep and good night serum. Leapfrogging from A to G is a much scarier idea than most people are willing to acknowledge, right? Most people who are willing to embrace it are generally the ones who are trying to escape. When people really realize how much one's life can be altered when they quantum leap, most won't embrace it. Also, because I guess at the end of the day, if you're at peace with your current life, why would you want to alter it so much anyway? Exactly. Well, the only reason to really want to alter it is for your purpose. Okay. Again, to maximize your fate and all of its possibilities. Okay. Yeah? yeah. And you could desire that so much. Like, I just know, I know that my purpose can really impact a lot of people. I know I have the ability to influence in a constructive way that I'm willing to do this. And it doesn't feel like a sacrifice because everything in my life lines up. So when we're quantum leaping, it requires a great deal of the self to take on such a fate shift, even if it promises more, because more beyond what we can conceive it's just not only is it unknown, it's sort of non-existent. So we're trying to make true or make form out of absolutely nothing. But you were saying mm -hmm. in a previous episode that we can't create when there's nothing. As in there has to be some form of creation, right? Right. So effectively, you're, it's like we said, it's like void plus plus. So you go into the void to pull out the units of knowledge. Okay. Yeah. That's not nothing. So now we get to explain the mechanics a little bit. When you are quantum leaping into the beyond, effectively, that beyond still has to exist at some point. Or you're effectively writing it as you go in. So your higher self is still operating. And so it is being written even milliseconds before you get there. Okay, fine. But your higher self is on because board again, for we, all of this. Always, always. Yeah. Yeah? Again, higher consciousness plus an extra. Remember, we are slower than our higher selves. So we are always going to be a few seconds, if not more behind. So once we've made the decision in full awareness and complete integrity, that this is what we're really ready for. And we know that it will be of great benefit to us, our purpose, etc., and all those involved, 
we get to go there. And it will exist by the time we get there. We are not talking about time travel here, are we? No. That's the bit that I think I've been needing to remind myself. You're not saying you're jumping into a future moment. You're bringing these things into your moment. Yes. That's the difference, right? Yes, exactly. But it's effectively a future moment because that already exists before you've brought it. Yeah, yeah. But what I mean, yeah. it's not like I'm blinking and then I wake up and I'm like three years older, living yeah. in a living in a mansion, <laughs> looking at my husband who's just won his Oscar, right? right? That's not what I'm talking about. No, exactly. What I'm talking about is I wake up the next morning mm-hmm. and all of a sudden things that I are moving in a way they haven't moved before. Yeah. Okay, so now you were saying you can't bring other people into it. But if they're li- if they're sleeping next to you or working with you every day, they naturally will be touched by whatever you do. Exactly. Exactly. So say, for instance, you are in a collab with someone, right? Say that collab still exists in that near future place. Quantum leaping here, we're talking near future. I'm Very sure. near future. I mean... Like- like, what's the max? It's really difficult for us to give you a limit because it's really going to depend on a person's fate. Okay. But we can save from this juncture about five years. Oh, that's quite a long time. Actually. In spiritual terms. It's nothing. It's like 10 months. I don't know. What that, I, you lost me, but it's okay. No. Like, spiritual time is different to... Spiritual time is always different. Okay. Right? Because we can grow and evolve much more quickly when we're not in body. So that's, uh, why human, that's why human time oh, always seems so much slower because okay, we always need our physical realities to play catch up and that okay, takes fine. forever okay, when we're not in consciousness or full okay. consciousness, right? Okay. Or okay. higher consciousness. So yeah. So you can't jump with people? No, you cannot quantum leap. But what happens in, if in five years time you weren't in that collab anymore? Will the collab then just die? No, not necessarily. It could actually continue and it would just be in a different form. Yeah, it depends again where your so the other person. But you are, I guess, that's why you have to understand how your self impacts people around you, because it's going to impact the other people. It will. Yeah. Well, and generally, and would it do generally positively? That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Would you be able to quantum leap if it was going to affect someone negatively, as in not from their perspective, but within in line, like it's going to hinder their fate somehow? By not learning the lessons or not experiencing. No, but that's why by the time you were in this position, all of your relationships would more or less be pretty good and steady. Okay, fine. So if there was, like we said, so say you're in a certain partnership, your quantum leaping is not going to end that partnership. Okay, fine. It will either enhance it. Yeah. Or have no impact at all. Yes, that's correct. So as we said before, because now we've been banging on about fate for like eight episodes, our fate is both written and unwritten. So even what's written is often more than we can conceive of. Because it's like, most people are what you said in like 2% of their fate. Well, because how much of, how much of your fate is your destiny? Like 1%? It's like roughly 13%. Okay. So most people are still on that bit because they're still on their destiny. A lot of people can be, yeah. And so the people who are out of it are usually what, up to like 18 I mean, 15, maybe. Okay, fine. <laughs> because when, once you're there, it's like overwhelming. Okay. Like once you're out, you're like, you're all, and this, I think we talked about this once, you're, you're sometimes looping, mm. even within that corner of that fate, not destiny, but once you're even outside, because you're like, this is a lot. I'm somehow responsible for a lot. I got to learn how to live responsibly, yeah. right? I have to yeah. learn how to hold myself accountable in every area. You could be, you could be in that place for a while. I don't want to say stuck, but you could be growing and evolving and again getting used to it yeah acclimatizing 
acclimatizing, adjusting, and again, yeah. in that in that area, you're still probably A to B to C to D, mm. right? And a bit slower. Okay, fine. Yeah. Quantum leaping is a real 5D thing. If we really want to accelerate this whole 3D to 5D process, and I know I'm here for it. I know that I, it's, you know, this life isn't just about me and this kind of narcissistic need to feel special or to feel validated that there's more to my life, but it's bigger than just my world. Okay. Right. I mean, when you're in this place, it is like, cause you are really trying to traverse all of this. And again, to really get to that 5d place, not just for yourself, but because you know, your purpose can be magnified okay. and impact more people. Okay. But otherwise fine. Like, yeah, then you can move along your fate fast enough yeah. through your growth and evolution yeah. and joy and magic. Yeah that you can do that, yeah. like the personal stuff. Okay, you know this is not is. a how-to episode because no. we're not. Like anybody who is remotely teaching some piece of spirituality and spiritual truth, and we mean that in that rather like big divine way, but whatever, no one's going to be teaching that just over a podcast. That's bullshit. And if somebody thinks that, you know, what they've done over social media or like in some meditation that they've kind of just put out there. No, but if we can be bold enough and that's again, your inner asshole, like you just, and none of this matters. Like I'm aware, I'm so self-aware, but I know that that self is the best person I can be in this stage of my life. And I don't mean best as in like some virtue signaling way, but more in the, like I am achieving and I am living my fullest fate. We can avail ourselves of more than what we think is possible. And I don't mean in that kind of fantasy way of I wanted to be a rock star, but like, damn it, I know that I can take this and really bring so much to it. And I just need to get there in order to be able to do that. And everything else in my life is peaceful enough and in the midst of close enough to a transition where I feel like I can make this without it disturbing anyone else who is involved with me or they can accept that I'm moving on and that's not going to impact our relationship negatively. I'm still going to be friends with this person, but that is what fate and magic look like. So when you put fate and magic together, that's why you get quantum leaping. Quantum leaping is fate based, but when we can create from that place in our fate, then that's magic. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.